My name is Kimberly Fitton, her manifestation mentor, and welcome to Manifesting 101. This is where we really talk about and break down um, the legalistic and religious constructs that make poverty the norm instead of abundance standard operating procedure, right? Poverty should be the anomaly. And so I talk about manifesting from my own personal journey and from uh, the spiritual aspects, components of it, and the universal principles of intention, not the law of attraction, not uh, anything trending, just these universal constructs that have been in place to teach us how to live a life of abundance, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually. That's what I'm here for. You can find out more about me at KimberlyFitton.com. You can also go to HerManifestationMentor.com. You're going to end up at the same place. It's, uh, by the way, that is under, that's receiving a cosmetic makeover, as Z refers to uh, under construction. Basically, the website is under construction because we get a lot of stuff coming. Um, I want to get the church announcements out of the way. Pusher to Manifestation Facebook group. It's the only way you can enter. Uh, if you don't have a Facebook account, I would really just get one just to be a part of the group. Um, it's really awesome, really taken off, and we start our Isn't It Wonderful Challenge real soon. Um, we have the Bible of Abundance. We have, oh man, so much going on. I actually am drawing a blank. Um, but if you would like coaching, um, and you want to know about the rates and all that other stuff and, and what is offered, you can email me at info at or you can send me an um, instant message on any of the social media platforms and someone will reply to you with that. Um, you can get on the emailing list if you email at info at We can get you on there. But look, uh, let's talk about these 17 seconds of gratitude that gets us in line with the frequency of heaven so that we can get these good good gifts that are waiting for us we've been given dominion over the universe and the way we pull on the god-made universe is to get in a state of perpetual gratitude that we're thankful that everything coming down the pipe is for us so without further ado let's get these 17 seconds in i'm really grateful for and thankful for the time spent with my mother. I have the most amazing family. Um, I'm really honored and grateful for them. They're so loving. They're so giving. They're so caring. And my mother is absolutely positively my best friend. It's a relationship that has grown over the years. And I cherish her, not just as my mother, but this wealth of wisdom. And she just makes my heart glad. I'm so thankful that I have the honor to be raised by her and now um, get to know her in a different light. Oh, it just makes my heart warm. And I hope that you can give thanks for someone and something that makes your heart warm as well. And I love that we're talking about heartwarming things because we're talking about love. A topic that is often... Uh, people want to stay away from. We're talking about love and relationships and manifesting. Like, how does that work? I see a topic that's trending. Um, SP is the phrase specific person. That's what that sound that stands for. And I see a lot of people manifesting uh, people that, you know, 
uh, it didn't work out. Some, it didn't work out, right? They broke up and parted and they want to get back together. And there are people that are successful at that. Like a lot of people are successful about that because they know how to set their intentions and not live in the 3D, not pay attention to what's in front of them, but pay attention to their desire. And then there are people that have never had a relationship with this person, this specific person, and they make it happen. Um, I'm going to say this for me. I firmly believe that it is what you want. Um, I believe that everyone comes in and out of your life for a reason. And I know for a fact you can bring someone back into your life that is gone. I shared in season one <laughs> about a relationship that I kept bringing back. Um, and I didn't realize at the time that I was bringing them back and then we would have this crazy, like a breakup. We really shouldn't have been back together at all. The way in which I ended that relationship. Uh, let me just tell you something. If you couldn't already pick it up, my mouth is lethal and I don't get angry easily. It's like a pressure cooker. I'm going to let you show me who you are. I'm loyal. And I'm going to believe the best. I'm a serial optimist. So I'm going to believe the best. And then I'm gonna pay, I'm always going to pay attention to what you're doing. And after a while, I'm going to be like, oh, you think sis is stupid. And I suppress and I suppress and I suppress So when you get me to that point and I open my mouth, I'm going to hurt your whole entire feelings. That's how I used to be. And um, I'm a fighter. So I, I keep my hands as the last resort because my hands are worse than my mouth. And that's not anything to brag on. It's literally why I do not allow myself to be put in situations where my anger will flare. Because that's not good for me, my health, and it's not good for the health of the other person talking out the side of the neck. Um, I try to like just there's more to life than that. And when you've spent most of your life fighting, you don't want to spend your adult life doing that and you mess up your frequency. So anyway, um, without going off on a tangent, but you know, we're talking, right? So we just gonna we just gonna just flow freely. But this person, I I just let my mouth loose and there is really no way they should have ever given me the time of day. And there's really no reason why I should have given them the time of day. But I did some certain things that I know work and it brought them back around. They're a completely different person. And then quarantine happened and it was done. And I realized in this moment Um, of reflection in a moment of reflection that I had gotten used to our ping pong relationship where I was using my dominion in a, in a way that wasn't conducive for my highest good. I would bring them back with the expectation that they would go away again to bring them back again. And so I was manifesting just to manifest because I, 
it was no joke. Like, I know that I have faith enough that I can do whatever I want to do, believe fully, and it will happen. I have no doubt in that. I've seen too much. I've seen it work time and time again. And so this time, I had to really watch what I was doing and ask myself what season I was in. And by pulling this person back in my life, was I pushing and repelling the right people? And so that led me on a different journey to really experience love in a different way. So when things fell apart during quarantine, I had to, I had to really make sure that I blessed them and sent them on their way no matter what. And that's the thing about love is in order to receive it, your hands must be empty. It's the episode one catch and release, right? You have to free your hands. You have to free your hands and that's symbolic of freeing your heart. If you hold resentment, if you hold guilt, shame, hurt, hold on to that and you hold grudges, then then the love that you're waiting for you're blocking. And so you really have to believe that you deserve love and that you're getting love from every angle. And it was very easy for me this time, instead of falling off of a cliff of loneliness, because you guys, I'm going to be honest, quarantine, whew, geez, Louise. I feel like I don't even know what it's like to be around another adult. And I'm talking about the opposite sex because I have not been on a date in so, so long. And the dates that I were on with people that I had already was already comfortable with. So that was a big struggle. Like the loneliness is real. And if you're like me, I am super picky. I'm just not going to go out with anybody. So I want to be very, very clear. I had attention from a lot of people, but it was not the attention I wanted. Um, I was not interested and that was it. That was it. So my thing is I'm dating with a purpose. So I don't want to just go out with somebody to go out. And that was even an erroneous way of thinking. So here's what happened. And this is why I'm talking about love and and how to manifest it. So one thing I, I made sure that I did when the relationship fell apart during quarantine was begin to decree either this or something better and, and make sure that I was really open to the fact that this is a part of the process. There are some things that needed to be cleared out. There's some things that the Lord wanted to refine and really work in me on. And I'm just open to it. Like, I can't control other people. I don't want to control other people. I don't want to have people in my life that don't want to be there. And I don't want to focus on my, I don't want to focus all my intentions on one person. I had to really ask myself, I sat down, I made a list. What's so great about this person? And did I really want to marry them? And I didn't. That is the long and short of it. Like I couldn't see the picture in my head. And it was a moment of truth. Because before that, I had been saying, yeah, yes, this is it. I could totally see. And quarantine put me in a place where, girl, stop lying to yourself. No, you can't. No, you can't. And be okay with that, girl. So 
I was able to free them because all they were doing was taking up space. And they were taking up space because I was comfortable with them taking up space, to be honest. So I made sure to send them off with love, really free my hands, and understand that something better was coming. But here's what I did over quarantine, and this is why I think it's pretty awesome. I don't know where she came from. But this Kimberly is not afraid to shoot her shot. So if you've been following me at all, like I've made posts about being single and waiting for guys to shoot their shot. And I remember some people commenting like, um, and really like talking on the side of their neck, really, if I want to be honest. And I didn't really go in because what's the point? Like you feel how you feel. I'm traditional. I'm going to feel how I feel. And you ain't got to feel no way about it. You know, comment on your page about it. But I decided not to do that. And one time I was like, you know, waiting on, I went live and I was like, you know, waiting on dudes to like shoot their shot. Like this person I had a crush on. And in a roundabout way, I was shooting my shot. (laughs) But this person commented and was like, you manifest everything else. Why don't you just, you know, you're a strong, confident woman. Why don't you just go for it? And I was like, um, I'm traditional. I don't want to go for it. I want them to come to me. Calm down. Do it yourself. Do you do you. I don't want to do that. And, and so that's the way I've always been. I want to be found. I want, um, I don't want to go hunting for rabbits. I don't want to do none of that. I just want to be found. Well, I don't go out. So how are they going to find me? I also don't really reply to dudes in my DM. So that was, that was lame. Like, how are they going to, I'm blocking every avenue. I don't, I, I understand I was being difficult. So I decided over quarantine, I was going to shoot my shot. There is this really popular Instagram dude. He is so super fine. Actually, he was one of the grandpas, I'm not going to say grandpas, but the Silver Fox Gang and the Don't Rush Challenge where they were getting dressed up and all this other stuff. He's in there, right? I felt, I just fell in lust. I'm not even saying love. I, was, I just fell in love, in lust. Chocolatey, amazing, thick, chisel goodness. And I said, you know what? I'm partial to an older guy. I'm just going to be honest. I like him. (laughs) I like him. (laughs) Glory. Anyway, I was posting on Instagram afterwards. I just just made a post on Facebook like, whose grandpa is this? Let me know because I'm about to be your grandma. Like, whose daddy is this? I'm about to be a stepmama. And a friend of mine tagged me and said, you know, here's his page. And I said, good looking out. So I had been following him and I got some like great health tips in the meantime, right? I just was following for something nice to pop on my timelines. So I could just look at, you know, y'all, I mean, I'm going to be real. I mean, I know you're super saved and apparently... Um, you went blind when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. That's not my story. So anyway, just a little, nothing's wrong with a little Hershey kiss on your timeline. And so one day I got, I don't know what, maybe I was out of, having an out-of-body experience. But I just said, hey, me waiting on my Insta crush to ask me out. 
Um, and then it was a funny little, you know, meme and I tagged him in it. That's so not me, but I tagged him in it and like not even an hour later, I think it was like maybe 30 minutes. (laughs) He responded and, um, it was a nice response. And I then like maybe two weeks later decided and made up my mind that no mother's son is better than me. I'm not trying to convince you who I am and what I can do for you and how valuable I would be of an asset to your life. No, no, I'm not even going to approach it because I've always approached relationships like an audition. Let me show you how great I am, how I can change your life, what I can do for you. I can help you write a book. I can blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'd be changing lives. And that's with really anybody that I come into contact with. And with men especially, um, I just wanted to show them like you're getting this plus this. And that's exhausting. I'm just talking about me. I'm being really um, transparent. And that was exhausting. And so counseling was necessary because I'm put, I was putting all of these expectations on these dudes who A, didn't really deserve it, but also B, didn't ask for it. Like, imagine doing all of that and you're not even employed. So it's because I was calling myself dating for a purpose and bringing my resume to an interview. Like, that's not what it's supposed to be. So I came to epiphany that no mother's son is better than me. I'm not going to be afraid of anything because it was really the rejection I was afraid of. And um, I was living out of fear. And so when it comes to manifesting, I don't really think of the rules of manifesting when it comes to relationships like I do with money. And houses and whatever, right? But it is really true. Only good can come to you. Even in relationships, you must believe it. So either this or something better is going to happen. And I hadn't been applying all of the principles I knew to relationships. So I was talking to a dear friend of mine who happens to be my favorite cousin, sister in the world. And she tells me, she gives relationship advice. She's actual licensed therapist. So she was like, Kim, there are three types of relationships, recreational, disposable, and destination. And she was like, you need to freaking date. And it freed me. I don't have to. I don't have to be so caught up on marriage and it's not even marriage like I I would just be like I'm not gonna date because I'm gonna waste my time but how will you know if you're wasting your time unless you date and it seems very like duh but that's not the way that I was raised so there's this whole epiphany that's happening during this quarantine time where I decide yep I'm gonna date just have fun And so this really opened the door for me to really shoot my shot with people I've wanted to like get to know. So after the one guy, then it was another dude and I found out, you know, like it was just, it's been, it's been so much fun. It's been so much fun. And that really allowed me to hone in on my manifestations concerning love. 
the only expectations I have of love is to receive it every day in every possible way. I'm not going to limit it to a relationship with um, the opposite sex. I'm not going to limit it. And when I say that, I mean, because, <clears throat> excuse me, she is hetero. Just so you know. If I am looking to receive love, manifest love, I mean, I want to see it from my neighbor. I want to see it from the mailman. I want to see it from my colleagues. I want to see it from strangers just receiving love and admiration and honor and the joy of that. Because by expecting love from every facet of my day, right? Every facet of my life and every avenue of my day. I then remove all blockages from love that I would receive from the relationship I deserve. I won't be blocking them because I will expect it. And by, I realized that I was blocking love by having these limited beliefs on ways that I could experience it. I've also learned that in manifesting love, the importance, and I'll say it again, of blessing them and letting them go. I bless you. I bless your journey. I bless all that you brought to my life. I bless all that I brought to yours. I give thanks for this mutually beneficial relationship. And I look forward to who I will bless in the future and who you will bless in the future. May you bless the next life the way that you've blessed mine. Because if all things are working for my good, then they've blessed me. And I've grown to a point to bless even the most traumatizing events in my life. You are powerful to disagree. You can't tell me what to do with my experiences. I open my heart to love completely and I hold no grudge against anyone. And that's including the people who sexually assaulted me. You don't have to prescribe to my way of thinking. You are powerful to disagree and I do not care. However you deal with your life that's on your terms, I have no points of judgment for you. All I know is the law of allowing also covers the law of forgiveness. And so I do that with great joy. Doesn't mean I have to be in their company at all. What it does mean is that I free myself from harboring any dis-ease that would produce disease that would take me out of here sooner than I'm supposed to leave. And that's what those things uh, create when we allow bitterness and unforgiveness to fester. It's uncomfortable and there is a uneasiness, also known as disease, that creates dis-ease. Dis-ease that creates disease. And it's just true. So it's not a truth that you have to embrace. It is nonetheless true. And so I've learned that by releasing and setting free, I have opened myself up to 
that love. And here's how I know that it is true. The worst breakup of my life was the end of my 16-year relationship. It was one of the most hurtful, hurtful things. I felt unloved. I felt unwanted. I felt hated by a lot of people. And I'm not going to go into details with that relationship. It was more than um, just one person, just two people involved, right? Um, It, it was a community of people. Um, I was with a hometown hero and... And you know how people can be without going into into great detail because I harbor no ill will toward anyone now. And I just really don't want to live from that narrative. But um, and they still made life really, really ridiculous. And they made me that made me. But because of those what I experienced, I looked at life from a lens of you can't trust in anybody. No one's rooting for me. Everybody um, dislikes me and, and wants me gone. And so what happened in in manifesting is one of the affirmations that I created was there are people who don't who I've never met that are supporting me and speaking well of me and celebrating me. I I also affirm that I am loved, I am honored, I'm cherished. And I never thought that my going live would fulfill that affirmation, but it did. And it was one of the hardest things for me to embrace because I'm used to wondering what everybody's motive is. And there are these people, these strangers that were listening to me every day and would send me messages, I love you and I'm praying for you. We just love you. My kid watches with me. We are praying for you. Can't wait to meet you. And I remember the first event I went to where I saw a room full of people that were just like, we watch you every day. My husband and I, we love you. You just really have changed our lives. And I looked at these people and they were so genuine. Sorry, they were so genuine. And when I went back to my hotel room, where these people thought they were changed from meeting me, the reality was my life was forever changed from meeting them. That they were conduits by which I was receiving love that I thought didn't exist. And it was in that moment I realized I had been wrong about my life. That I had not been looking at my life through heaven's eyes. And there were 98% of the people that loved me and wanted the best for me. And I was really focusing on the 2% of the population that really had a dislike for themselves. So they didn't know how to love others. And I I wasn't looking at my life through heaven's eyes. So I couldn't manifest love. Because I would not have been able to receive it. And that's when I decided. No longer would I look at life that way. That I would look at my life through heaven's eyes. God's best. Knowing and believing that I would run into God's best in every point of my day. Love is amazing. It's the most beautiful potent supernatural technology love is just amazing and I would that you all would experience it and the joy that it can bring when you don't limit it 
yes, I believe that I will be married. I believe that um, it is happening even now. What I want wants me. And I will not have horse blinders concerning it where I limit the avenue by which I receive love. I look forward to each relationship. I never know what will come out of it. But I know it will be good. I remember the three categories. Disposable, recreational, or destination. And that I'm pretty easygoing with the relationships. Don't put any expectations on them other than the possibility to serve. And this is also the last revelation that I will share with you concerning love and relationships. I had an eye-opening experience um, after prayer where it, in meditation, I received a, a challenging question. Kimberly, what if these relationships are actual points of ministry and you are there to help them with points of their life, healing points of their life? doesn't mean that you guys are to have a relationship and be together, you know, like an intimate relationship. It means that purpose does is just not for ministry that you do with women. My purpose is with ministry for everyone I come into contact with and not to limit that. And I have been given an incredible grace to make the lives of everyone I come into contact with better. I mean, we all have that ability. There is a incredible grace that I'm thankful for. And why would that be limited to just uh, women? So that really opened a door for me and freed me to really look at how I can serve everyone I come into contact with and again, not limit love. And so as an activation, I would just like you all to really analyze if there are any love blockers in your life. Are you limiting the way by which you receive love? And if you are, just affirm every day and every way, my heart is increasing its capacity to love and love freely. I'm Kimberly Fitton, her manifestation mentor. I want you to be great. You're freaking amazingly awesome. And I can't wait to hear your manifesting miracle stories.